Alright, so this is the vlogcast for round 12 of 2013. Um, Fifey again joined by the Cat Wrangler again. Good evening, uh, Fifey. I'm back. I had a bit of tightness in the old uh, Suriolis last week and kept me on the bench, but uh, I watched uh, Sookbag Scott at his presser on Saturday night and I'm all fired up to go. And also returning, we have Ant. G'day, guys. Also returning is Puddle Pop, who's secured release after being taken hostage last week. Yep, I got um, let out by Roy Lyons. How did you get out? I mean, I've heard Malcolm Holmes keeps dungeon under the gather. Is that true? Yes. Good to see that Roy Lyon let you out. Obviously, he must have heard them talking about Fitzroy, you know, put his cape on and flew up to Brisbane. Duckulas is out this week, and I think, what's our reason for that, Ant? Unfortunately, West Coast and the AFL have scheduled the umpire's appreciation night, so it was something he couldn't miss. Geesh was giving them a war for all the, all the support they've given him. And we have our, our new panellists, considering North Melbourne got beaten again. To talk all things North, we went for the number one expert on North Melbourne on big footy, Go Griff. Fifey, how are you? I thought I thought he was going to have a, a shootin'em, Griff. I thought we were going to call him Roo Shooter for the whole show. Wouldn't have been much of a disguise, but anyway. They'll know who he is. They'll be Just like with Roy Lyon, um, a couple of them would have their own alarms going off as soon as they heard um, North Melbourne being bagged. We have to start there, don't we? North Melbourne, Gold Coast. I think it's a good yeah. thing that it was raining because you couldn't see... You couldn't see uh, Brad Scott's tears. Uh, I don't know. The rain just seems like a bit of an excuse. They haven't got the puff. They've got yeah, one good quarter in them. De- definitely uh, an excuse to lose. Uh, it's raining. It's all right. Go home early. The Bulldogs have um, the same issue as North at the moment. I think they, um, they're they a little bit of a young side and they have a, uh, a very um, up and down game plan where they tend to ball chase a bit and it tires them out. So I think we're seeing that in North quite a bit the last few weeks. Yeah, I think Brad Scott needs to stop them having to sprint up and down the field all game. Go back to the old North of old. So, you know, we need Boomer Harvey taking dives, Carey taking lives. <laughs> yeah, there's not much pace amongst those kids. Of, um, they definitely um, need Brent, Brent Harvey Mark II to come through, but I can't see it at the moment. And also, well, Lindsay Thomas's miss of the century, really. That just summed it up. I couldn't believe it. That that poster running into an open goal was uh, quite spectacular. It um, doesn't do him justice. He's been a lot better with his kicking this year, but um, that was a bit of a flashback to the past, that one. The Flogcast fix this week is obviously North Melbourne because they lose close games and their coach whinges and they break big footy all the time so how do how do we fix north melbourne and most importantly since we've got the expert on in go griff how is this james brayshaw's fault you got me there yeah no um well he appointed brad scott so we'll go with that he signed him for three more years i don't know what they were thinking there i know their first end of his current contract wouldn't you his first problem is that he spends too much time in the coaching box listening to his ipod guys he hasn't got his mind on the game i i took a trip up north guys look i've got a bit of a story for what i've been up to over the weekend i did take a little trip up north to uh watch the game and i was in the coaching box over the weekend and uh brad scott was so upset that he left his iphone behind in the coaching box after the game <clears throat> and i had a bit of a sneaky peek at his top five most played song list cat wranglers uh most played songs on brad scott's iphone number number five crying in the rain by white snake number four here comes the rain again by the eurythmics number three he'll stop the rain by credence clear water revival number two i can't stand the rain by eruption and number one most played song on brad scott's iphone which he was playing just before his press conference blame it on the rain by Millie Vanilli amazing that he struggled so badly they had McKenzie behind the ball and he wouldn't man him up like you would think Brad Scott would be a bad coach in that considering he's the only one in the AFL with a degree in coaching in the Wendery TAFE Cameron Link to say, yeah, well, he did. Brad Scott three quarter time said man him up and it still didn't happen so maybe they don't yeah. listen to him yeah, I'm, I'm assuming it was just a general instruction and everyone sort of pointed at everybody else Boomer Harvey pointed at everyone else that's for sure I think back to the NAB Cup uh, Hawthorne versus North Melbourne in Tassie 
rained out in the middle of the last quarter. They just said, oh. yeah, we're down by 10 goals, too wet, we've had enough, let's go home. If you think it'd be good practice, you can't always, you know, get the weather on cue to practice in the rain, so... There's definitely something to this because not only did North quit in uh, pre-season against the Hawks, but in the presser, or he also said, season over, he's, he's at his sook, he's thrown the talent, said they're no good, and he's quit himself. It comes back to the slot politics. I think the second week in a row, we need to go to Seuss. I've been having a read of what she's been posting, and how about this, Jan? This is about the young young guys at the team. Listen, you still have to be patient with the newies coming through at all times. Everyone has to be. If you aren't going to listen to me, I will alert the club, and they will make you listen. It's lucky they didn't relocate to Ballarat, that's all I can say, because it rains a hell of a lot down there, and I reckon even though Seuss would have had first-hand knowledge of every game, being a Ballarat girl, I definitely think they would have been short on wins, because they seem to be allergic to water, as that very well, as the thread went this week, and it was a ripper too, I might say. The other issue, I guess, is uh, what Guy McKenna said. I mean, they play one quarter of football. GWS played three on Saturday. Like, that's pretty against Geelong, so that's pretty damning. Yeah. I can't work out whether North are more afraid of water or winning. They're seriously struggling with something upstairs. Well, one of the other more interesting results was St Kilda West Coast. Now, we give Plugger a lot of crap over his umpiring thing, but is it just possible there's a conspiracy theory out against the Saints? Well, sometimes the paranoid are right, and that night, he was on the ball. That's a couple of free kicks to Prius. I was dirty on it, man. I don't even care. I want St Kilda to look too loose. I was dirty. I was like, no! And is this a stopped clock situation, though? Is it just like, once in a while, Plugger has to be right? Pretty much, man. I think so. I mean, it's just, vindicating all these threads about you know, moral wins and all that nonsense. I mean, end of the day, I mean, really, that one three kick were in the back. Didn't really cost them the game. Rewalt pretty much fumbling the ball like it was a piece of soap and missing that kick off the ground. Like it was grand final day. Lee Montagna missing absolute sinner. They cost themselves. You guys may say that that's a conspiracy theory, but I've got some news for you because some of you may miss this last week, but the AFL was sweeping for bugs and that happened to one of ours. It just so happens that the AFL umpires have their instructions over the past few weeks have been given two. One is to stop, stop paying stupid free kicks. The second one is ignore instruction number one if it's a St Kilda game and make sure you pay them against St Kilda so the umpires clearly know that St Kilda fans would rather moral victories than real ones and they're just catering to that yeah Essendon Carlton was anyone else for the first time in their life supporting Carlton? No, no I don't know it's confusing I, was I only conflicted. Carlton when they play Collingwood I wanted to draw I, I wanted Essendon to win and then when they did I felt sick you know just the way they're like fist pumping and running around the boundary every time they win a game they, they've done it all year like it's like us against the world when it's like and, and this whole media spin on it's like guys you're drug cheats Everyone knows it. You're not good guys. You're not like morally above everyone else. It's like, it's not you against everyone else. It's like, follow the rules of the game that the rest of us have to follow. You've been caught. Get over yourselves. I've got any injunction, just... so there you go. The best thing I... about Essendon winning was Carlton losing and the Carlton board. Come on, all of us had a look. If you had a look, you got a card, apparently. And amazingly, Jared Waite actually delivered on his potential kick seven of their 10 goals, who s- and they still lose. Like, they've used up their one monthly weight game, and it didn't even get them a win. Is this a good segue to talk about the Hawthorne-Carlton game on Friday night, Five. How many is it the Hawks have won in a row against the Blues now? It's not quite as many as Geelong have won against Hawthorne, though, is it? No. It's Carlton's third bye in a row. Sorry, Hawthorne's third bye in a row, isn't it? Oh, fourth. fourth. We've fourth? had Gold Coast, uh, Melbourne, and um, Sydney, Western Sydney. So, yeah. I hardly call Gold Coast a bye. I mean, they pushed you for a while. Yeah, they're, they're a tough team, you know. They've been a tough team to beat for three years, really. It's GWS versus Geelong. That was interesting for about three quarters. You were just wondering when Geelong were going to get on top. 
not, though, really. I mean, what more do we really want to be saying? I mean, GWS, you expect them to be pumped. I mean, it's great that they play well. I'd love to have Cameron out of their side. What a chance. <laughs> Who can they beat, though, for the rest of the year? GWS have Port next week, who are on a massive slide, too. So that's possible, even if it's unlikely. Mm. GWS did beat Port last year as well. Adelaide, Sydney. Who watched this one? Because I only saw about briefly about 10 minutes of it, if that, maybe only five. I really uh, couldn't uh, give a crap about those teams. So, yeah. I, I just saw it was on Fox Footy, and I assume Paul Roos would be commentating, and that was enough for me to not to watch. They've um, they got uh, one of the rookies of the year up there in uh, father-son Tom Mitchell. Yeah, it's father-son rules fantastic, except when you know it goes to help the team with the Cola, who already seem to have everything at the moment. Yeah, everyone thought um, Jager O'Meara had rookie of the year summed up until this guy stepped on the scene. He's a bit of a star. Jager's got about eight games on him, though. Yeah, yeah it's interesting and... to see um, what they think they've, um, at the end of the year, given that one's played more games than the other. Yeah. I think B will get involved if he did. I mean, Griffey's namesake knows all about that. Well, Floston's had a pretty good year, so we'll see how KB votes at the end of the year, because I was thinking Floston's actually been, take out the four games he's behind O'Meara, has been pretty close to him. With, uh, um, I'm surprised you haven't even bumped that um, Boston trade that you started last year. I did think about that earlier this week. I should probably, but he hasn't, t- I haven't noticed him take any intercept marks, which, you know, you can't judge a footballer till he takes an intercept mark. True. And intercept marks, perfect segue, Melbourne. Yep, Horrible. I watched that time. First quarter, Melbourne were actually very, very competitive, and I, I knew Collingwood was going to run away with it, but it was a little bit there. I actually got my hopes up that Melbourne would beat the scum. Was it one goal in the quarter, though? Melbourne did not kick a goal for two quarters. I watched it. It was brain-numbing. You know, honestly, you could smell the fear off the TV set every time Jack Watts saw, like, a Collingwood player come near him after the first quarter, where it was actually kind of tolerable. It was almost obscene. I should have been rated R. They shouldn't let little kids watch Melbourne play because they'll be scarred. Honestly, it was horrible. The gap between the their goals would have been even bigger than 49 minutes, wouldn't it? Put North Actually, Seven to shame. There's, um, there's a North Melbourne and a Bulldogs player here. How do you feel about Melbourne getting um, Queen's birthday every year when they keep um, humiliating themselves like this? I know it's a bit rich coming from a Lions fan, but how do you feel that you never get uh, any national blockbusters when Melbourne keep humiliating themselves like that? Yeah, yeah Melbourne aren't really making the argument to keep it, are they? If I was to have my own way, I'd have no blockbusters. Just have an even draw. Everyone plays everyone at least once and just rotate the second team over every couple of years. Yeah, the idea that I like is when the grand finalists get Anzac Day or, or a big day like that. So um, you know you're going to get a, a high-quality competitive match um, yeah, rather exactly. than just random fixture. Yeah, you got to earn the right to support the Anzacs. I'm 100% yeah. behind that. But I also love what Anne's saying about it being an even fixture. Everyone play each other twice. Can we can we get somewhere near that instead of this fix, fixture, you know? Or, or even um, have two more teams and have everyone play each other once and have who host two um, rotates each year. So we, um, what, we split off the Bears and Fitzroy and adding a Tassie team. I'd rather Fitzroy stayed folded just quietly. Well, I think um, Griffey would like the idea of um, North and Bulldogs merging because it'll be his two favourite teams combined. Oh, <laughs> get off it. What do we think of Jeff Kennett potentially be oh. Melbourne's president and get it from the Cat Wrangler who first, considering you are a Hawthorne supporter? Well, you know, we all know Jeff's a complete tool bag. Uh, there's not a whole lot you can say about him except he's got a mouth bigger than mine. Look, Jeff, he is a guaranteed, uh, you know, headline puller and Melbourne, they need some attention taken off them. He, he will take the focus off Melbourne and their disaster, on-field disasters. And uh, look, he actually knows his way around uh, business. I think he, you know, he actually, as much as I can't stand the man, like, yeah, he, I think he might actually be good for Melbourne. Because, you know, watching McClarty in action. His real name is McTanky. I'm not a huge fan of Mr. McClarty's. I think that Jeff is probably, you know, a couple of couple of turns around the block further in front of him. All I can say is at least he'll make them relevant for a while. But he was never in, in for a chance. It didn't 
the first thing he say he was going to do was get rid of the boys' club? Oh well, that that, that can't happen. That can't be allowed but to happen. Exactly, as if Mister McTanky is going <laughs> to want to lose his you know, his best mates Gaza and whoever the hell else is on their board. There, I mean, Gaza loses his gravy train. It'd the... be like that uh, pit image of him injured all over again. <laughs> <laughs> they can't. They didn't let me kick the coach off. This week on the bay, what was? I think there was one standout thread. Wikipedia thread. Oh. Who who would have thought that flog had it in him? Was a moment of genius from Mr. Mardo, I thought. Uh, kudos to him. But yeah, that's all that needs to be said. Check out the Wikipedia thread because some great stuff. Some of it's still there, including um, the Brad Scott page, the John Coleman page, and there's one other. What about for this week's vlog? It's got to be Sue's. Three, three days of just Brad Scott's got a coaching degree and divvying threads because it said North Melbourne reporting posts for trolling on the back. <laughs> I'm actually pretty threads that were started in the pre-season too. Does anyone have anyone else though? Because I don't... Well, I've actually got something. I've got a bit of feedback from a, um, a podcast listener. He goes by the name of Matty V. Light and he's pretty <laughs> upset with us for having a crack at Warner last week. So he, he really likes Warner's work and would really like us to stop having a go at him. Like he, so, he's he's a big fan. He likes his work. Like he likes it a lot. He does. And he can't like it enough. I hear there's a new poster on on the board that's making a bit of a, a loud noise too. STP18. He's had a he's had a blessing from Alter Rob. Do you have any Elias's? What? Does he have any Elias's? Elias's. Alias. Doesn't he play rugby, Elias? <laughs> I've always pronounced it that. Not alias at all. I pronounce it life as only life. Sorry, man. I made you say that three times just so I can hear it. You don't answer his question? <laughs> I don't think he does. Anyone named Elias? So we've also got some feedback here from VJ Knight, who had a bet with Paddle Pop, but he is willing to let you out of the bet tomorrow if you sing for us both the Collingwood theme song and You'll Never Walk Alone. Uh. <laughs> Come on, paddles! You can do it. Forty-nine days or five minutes of pain. Good old <laughs> Man up, man! Come on. This is what's wrong with Brisbane at the moment. Are you a bear or a lion? Old Collingwood forever. They know how to play the game. Side by side, they stick together to hold the magpie name. See the barracas are shouting, as all barracas should. Oh, the premiership's a cakewalk for the good old Collingwood. Carlton against um, Hawthorne this Friday night at um, Eddie Had. It's pretty stupid how this, um, this game's at Eddie Had when both teams have massive supporter bases. Uh, it seems to be there all, every year, guys. I can only remember once in the last five or six years, seven years, that it's been at uh, the G, and that's when um, Fev hit the post with the last kick of the game. Uh, so the AFL's dead set against uh, having having these guys at the MCG. So it's a Carlton home game, so they're putting them at Eddie Had. I mean, there's only so many pets and dogs that can turn up. 
Richmond Adelaide. I'd like to win that. If we if we win that, I think we're probably close to the real deal. We'll probably win a few in a row until we play Gold well, Coast and lose. But no, nah, that'll t- they'll tell a lot. We we'll get a few back. Conquer Ellis. They have been pretty handy this year when they've played Frio Brisbane. Thankfully, there's no purple puff tread yet. It's it's going to be three mana by how much? I don't see Brisbane putting up a, a whimper. Nah. Yeah, they're gone. So, sorry, Tread saying that we'll beat them. Well, you you had a thread at the start. You're saying you'll beat the red, white, and blue puffs. How did that go? <laughs> That was someone else, wasn't it? Oh, you Brisbane people all look the same to me. Yeah, they're all Jurats aliases. Also, Essendon Gold Coast. Well, if Gold Coast won this, Big Footy would break again. Oh, this should be an interesting game, though. I mean, Essendon haven't been playing that well, and I do like the way Gold Coast play. And on an indoor stadium like Etihad, they will run and run and run. I reckon Essendon could easily lose this game. I reckon it's, it's you know, and it's right in time for the June, the June uh, you know, meltdown for the Bombers. So, you know, I'm tipping the Gold Coast. GWS and Port. Oh, this has to be game of the round. This has to be game of the round. Oh, why? <laughs> yeah. I don't know why it's game of the round. Do tell. I oh, just the thought of um, Port losing GWS again could happen. <laughs> it's Port Adelaide. Who cares? Let's move on. I think the whole football world has moved on from Port Adelaide. I mean, the game I was crapping on about last week is this week. Collingwood Bulldogs. Return of the goods. Ario, will he be accountable? I'm going to say no. He's just had an easy week against Melbourne where he didn't have to be accountable. He will, he will not go back to it except to, you know, make sure that goods is all right whenever he goes near the boundary. Did, what did they call you? They just said, boo, that's okay. Do you want me to tweet about it? I've met the Dalai Lama, you know. I've had a gun to my head. I was going to say, the actual game, though, I reckon we're a good chance. No. And then I'm always overconfident with the Bulldogs. Um, yeah, hopefully you guys can beat them. Always like to come lose. No one hopes the Pies win, of course. You know, like, I think they might just be a little too good for the Doggies still. Yeah. Although I think you'll push them. I think you match up all right. Yeah, I think I think Collingwood will win, but I don't, I don't think it's going to be the kind of blowout. It may have been expected maybe even six weeks ago. I think yeah. the Dogs have played a lot. You look at the actual results they're not getting they're not getting hammered like you know melbourne have been getting hammered they're playing contested footy they're they're, they're in the games you know they're not, they haven't been embarrassed at any time all year so they're playing yeah. decent footy you know but there's a yard short maybe of you know it's just this lack of firepower up forward that's you know holding them up really i think that's does anyone else have anything more to add well north won't choke next week they got the bye so port, nothing port, nothing too exciting it'll port be a bit have, of a boring round i think port have the bye don't i oh know port don't have the bye when they've got the bye that'll bring back some nice memories of um Oh, they had, no, they just had the bye. Brought back some nice memories of the Port losing to the bye video. That was sensational. No St. Kilda either, so there'll be no moral victories. Oh, yeah. they're, they're so far in front of the ladder, they could have three buys in a row on the whole victory ladder. I lose to the bye. The bye are looking pretty strong so far. I don't, I didn't see Melbourne beating them, actually. I can see the umpires screwing St. Kilda over in that game. Yeah, not too much action this weekend. I don't think there'll be uh, a few blowouts and uh, a bit boring, unfortunately. Okay, so yeah, I guess that's everything. Um, this was, yeah, Flogcast for round 12. Um, five you're joined by Cat uh, Wrangler thanks fellas I'll see you next week Paddle Pop yeah. and see you later guys and our resident North Melbourne expert Go Griff thanks Pipey thanks for listening everyone and we'll see you again next week